Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology and my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm with Empowering Astrology and this is November 23rd through 29th, 2020. Getting a slightly late start to my live broadcast, so thank you all for waiting patiently. Um, this week we are in Sagittarius season, so we have left behind Scorpio. We have sort of learned some, let's say, deep lessons during Scorpio season. And now we're ready to make sense of things during Sagittarius season. So Sag season, and you know, I say this over and over again, uh, astrology is just the wheel of life, which means that in life, there is a place for everything in the sky. There's a place for everything in the zodiac. And going from sign to sign, season from season, it teaches us about life, it teaches us about ourselves, it teaches us, teaches us about ourselves in the world. So we've gone through the darkness and the trials of Scorpio season. It's necessary. It's what I've been, I think I said this the past couple of weeks, we have to kind of go through the trials and tribulations of Scorpio season for us to get to Sag season. And Sag teaches us about faith. It teaches us about truth and meaning and making sense of the world. So perhaps you're coming into Sag season. I mean, the sun went into Sag on November 21st, so a few days ago. Maybe you're limping into Sag season. Uh, maybe you're wondering if you still have faith if it's still worth it, but it's in this, the alchemy of Scorpio season that we come back into the light of Sag. And so with Sag, we sort of look towards the heavens, we look towards the stars, we look towards astrology to help us to create meaning in our lives. So maybe this is a good uh, segue back to reintroduce myself. My name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And we gather every week to look at the astrology live. I tell people the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. So what does that mean? How do you align your half of things with the astrology? How do you create um, a sense of purpose and meaning? How do you work and grow and evolve with the astrology? Because you have free will, but there's parts of you that you don't even realize are sort of getting in the way. So this is why the astrology will challenge us. It will ask us to look at ourselves and look at the things that we haven't been looking at so that we can grow and evolve through this astrology. And certainly 2020 has um, been making us whether we like it or not, I'm very sorry, um, making us grow and evolve. So here we are we're coming to the end of 2020. It's bizarro for me to even say that. I mean, 2020 has been bizarro in general. Um, and what do we believe in? Do we still believe? Do we, how do we make sense and meaning out of everything that's happening in our world, in our life? Do we still turn to something beyond ourselves for answers? Do we look within for answers? So Sagittarius is part of this, let's say, duality with, with, with Pisces. Why? Because Sag is ruled by Jupiter. Uh, astrology, it runs on rulerships. So if Scorpio season was all about Mars, then Sag season's all about Jupiter. Jupiter is the largest planet in our solar system. It's a planet that on an astrological level opens us up to bigger things. 
If you have a strong Jupiter in your astrology, you know what it's, what it's all about to, let's say, hop on a plane when we could, or go to other countries or search for different ways of seeing and doing things. And Jupiter is adventure, it's wisdom, it's, there's a sense of education in Jupiter and, and, and knowledge and philosophy, of course. But the other side of Sagittarius and the other side of Jupiter is Pisces. And even as I record this on Monday, November 23rd, 2020, the moon's in Pisces. The moon is in the sign that, that also is ruled by Jupiter. And if Jupiter and Sagittarius in its natural rulership, we would say in astrology, shows us about truth and meaning because we read it in a book or religion told us that this is what's true or society tells us that this is what's true or we we know it's true because we we went to another country or we went on a long journey and we found it ourselves well then the other side is subjective truth it's truth because we know it to be true it's true because we feel it it's internal wisdom it's meditation it's prayer it's the stuff that we we the wisdom that we gain through self-reflection through searching through spirituality and mysticism. So this is sort of the two sides of the coin as we go into Sagittarius season, even though, you know, it's not, we're not going to be in Pisces season for another three months. But, you know, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to make sense, we're trying to find our truth. And hopefully, and the thing is, is that right now, the south node of the moon is in Sagittarius. It's been in Sagittarius since May. So when the south node is in a sign, that's we have to sort of look at the problematic sign side of the sign. We have to look at our own traps where we get caught in the other side of that sign. And with the south node in Sagittarius right now, it will be in Sagittarius until the end of 2021. What's the trap? Well, the trap is that we think we know we're right. We think we have it all figured out. And you know what? If you have a lot of Sag energy in your chart, probably you are right. Probably you do have it figured out. But with these upcoming eclipses, yes, we are officially in eclipse season. Um, the south, uh, sorry, the, the solar eclipse that we're having on December 14th is sort of this reminder. It's like maybe we don't have it figured out or maybe we need a new truth or maybe our truth is exists in a world where there are other truths. And I think with the full moon that's going to be happening on November 30th, so just outside of this week, um, we have to get new ideas, new perspective, new information. But um, before we get there, let's look at the astrology this week. There's not a lot of big aspects this week, which is probably welcomed because we are a week away, like exactly a week away from a lunar eclipse. What does eclipse season mean? So when the sun went into Sagittarius, we sort of officially kicked off eclipse season. Eclipse season means that now the, the new moon and the full moon are in the signs of the lunar nodes. It happens every six months. We went through this in June and July of 2020. Previously, it was December, January of 2019 going to 2020. Yeah, six months. There you go. 
Every six months, it's as if the kind of the great stage of our life starts to rearrange. So imagine you are watching a theatrical performance, except it's your life. And we're sort of at that point where the curtain is coming down on one act and it's about to come up on another act. And when the curtain comes up, there might be a completely different scene. There might be new characters, old characters may have left. Uh, there might be a dramatic twist in the plot. That's what eclipses do, they keep life moving. They sort of make sure that things do not get too stagnant. It sort of becomes this portal for things to come in and out of our life. Now with this full moon in Gemini on November 30th, it's the first one in Gemini in this series, um, we're gonna have Eclipses going into Gemini um, into, I think, 2022, beginning of 2022. Um, but for the most part, um, we're going to have these eclipses throughout 2021 uh, in Gemini and Sagittarius. So this is the first one. Um, we had the first one in Sagittarius back on June 5th of this year of 2020. The, the story that's happening right now is that it's all about information. It's all about it education, ideas, movement, travel, lack of travel, issues around travel. The last time we had eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius was 20, like the very, like very end of 2010, going to 2011, 2012, and maybe the very beginning of 2013. Eclipses, they have these uh, very predictable cycles. They have like these half cycles of every nine years and eclipses repeat every 18, 19 years. So these eclipses are repeats from 2001, 2002, and maybe like parts of 2003, I have to double check that. So this is the last time, I mean the last time we had the South Node in Sagittarius was 2001, 2002. So we're kind of seeing maybe some similar themes, maybe not some similar themes, but there's a sense of like, what do you believe in? What's your truth? How do you see the world? Sagittarius is a very worldly sign. It sort of makes us aware that there are things and people and places beyond our four walls, which is funny because we're spending a lot of time at home these days. So with these eclipses coming up, um, the sort of the spotlight this week is on information ideas. Do you have all the information? Or do you need a new perspective? Do you need to make new choices? Gemini and this eclipse, this full moon eclipse on November 30th is in Gemini. It's at uh, eight degrees of Gemini. It is the, let's say, punctuating a Scorpio lunar month. So even though we're in Sagittarius season, we started the lunar month on November 15th in the sign of Scorpio. So we're sort of still got one foot in Scorpio season. And, and you've heard me talk about this before, maybe you haven't. Um, Scorpio and Gemini actually have a lot more in common than people realize. Scorpio, despite its depths, despite its emotional intensities, uh, Gemini is what's called Scorpio's eighth sign. If you know your astrology, you know that Scorpio is the eighth sign. So you sort of see that there's an affinity, believe it or not, between Gemini and Scorpio, because Scorpio teaches us about the intensities of life. It says that we have to be 
tested. We have to feel vulnerable. We have to feel that necessary emotional alchemy for things to change, for things to evolve, things to grow, and things to transform. If you've been through a crisis, you, you know that you are forever changed. You know that you have felt things, done things, seen things that you didn't even know was possible before at that moment. So when we go through this sort of energy of Gemini with this Gemini full moon, we have to sort of, we've been tested by life. We've experienced, we certainly have experienced a lot in 2020. What are our choices now? And I think that that's really at the heart of this upcoming full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini is really examining our choices like, hey, I don't got any choices. Well, somewhere there's a choice to be made and sort of weighing your options. Uh, Gemini does have, you know, Gemini's fifth sign is Libra. So there's a sense we have to sort of weigh our, our choices and weigh our options with Gemini. So I think that there's this really intense alchemy happening. Life is challenging us. Life is trying to get us to maybe make the choices that we haven't made before. Maybe life is trying to get us to reveal ourselves. You know, the thing about 2020, and I said this going into 2020, is that it was going to be the year that broke down like a wrecking ball, a lot of the things that just weren't working. And I think in some ways, it, it's it, the work that we have been doing since 2008. It's like, we have to we have to work harder, we have to go deeper, we have to kind of break apart the structures in our lives that aren't working. So since 2020 laid a lot of things bare, if you're sitting at home a lot, or you know, maybe not in the same circumstances you were in January, like, how do you now navigate things differently? How do you make the choices that you never even thought you were a choice back in January? So I think that there's some buttons that are getting pressed this week. You know, Mercury is still in Scorpio. I, I point to Mercury because Mercury is what's called the ruler of this lunar eclipse on November 30th. And Mercury in Scorpio, it's got like laser-like focus. It sees right through illusions. It sees right through subterfuge. And I think that there's something right now where we have to get very clear about things as we go into this lunar eclipse. Now you're thinking, oh, I'm, I am a Gemini, or I am a Sagittarius. So if you are a Gemini or a Sagittarius, this full moon and subsequently the new moon solar eclipse on uh, December 14th is telling you that you're in a phase of life over the next year and a half where life's getting loud. Life's sort of turning a corner for you, and you're, and, and this, this is just what happens. It's sort of that kind of natural, cyclical nature of life. And again, you can just go back 2011, 2012, and maybe parts of 2013, and like, where were, what was going on then? Is it going to be an exact copy of those times? Of course not. You know, the astrology is different. We're different. We're like vastly different people than we were in 2011. 20, I mean, I, I know. I know I am. Um, so we can't say that it's going to be a car. Uh, I was going to say a carbon copy. It's my, like, I keep saying carbon copy, like side note, you know, side note. Um, 
we don't say carbon copy anymore. Like I, I'm dating myself by saying the words carbon copy because if, you, if you're 20 or 25, you have no idea what a carbon copy is. Um, but anyway, I, sh- I should come up with a new um, analogy, um, copy paste. Um, so yeah, it's not gonna be the same as before. Um, so we just have to look back to those times, maybe look for some themes uh, that were happening nine years ago, eight, nine years ago and going back. 2002 2001 um but if you are a gemini and sagittarius life has started turning a corner it's about you it's about other people it's about relationships it's about milestones it's about the when the curtain comes up it's about things being maybe a little bit more different or dramatically different than they were before so i will go through uh all four signs i mean i will say that because are all four signs all 12 signs i will say you know before i do that you know because it's sagittarius season i do need to first point to the fact that we're wrapping up not just jupiter and capricorn over the next few weeks but we're wrapping up saturn and Capricorn. So as we're doing all this, here's the thing, like we have this, like we have a lunar eclipse. Two weeks later, we have a solar eclipse on the 14th of December. 17th of December, Saturn leaves Capricorn. 19th of December, uh, Jupiter goes into Aquarius. Um, and then we have the, this, the 20 year, every 20 years, Saturn and Jupiter conjunct. And so we have the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction on the 21st. It's just like, kind of like boom, boom, boom. I think life started, the, the plot, the story is definitely starting to shift. So maybe some of you feel like you're on this like liminal edge, you know, Maria's like, bye. I know if you're a Capricorn, I'm pretty sure you're, you're, you're just taking the red X to the calendar each day that it's one day less that Saturn's in Capricorn. I think it's, I think it's been really hard for Capricorns um, and Geminis because Saturn has been in Gemini's eighth sign. Saturn is and in Capricorn. So over the next few weeks, uh, Saturn is coming to the end of Capricorn, which means that even as this eclipse season happens, we've got our Saturn and Capricorn exit interview happening. So the beginning of December, Saturn gets to the end of Capricorn. Um, it will get to like the 29th degree around the first or second week of December. And Saturn's like, what'd you learn? What did you learn the past uh, the past two, three years? What did you learn about relationships? What did you learn about responsibility? What, what did you learn about growing up? What did you learn about getting your house, getting your life in order? So we're sort of pondering, you know, as you know, this kind of Gemini full moon eclipse has us weighing our options and weighing our choices. We're weighing them against Saturn and Capricorn. Saturn is a planet that gets us to think about the future. It gets us to not just think about the next year, it, the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 30 years. I mean, I, I know it's kind of everything upside down right now. How can we how can we even plan? We have to kind of go with the flow. But Saturn is like, all right, you've made some massive structural changes into your life. What, does any light bulbs go off? Because, I don't know, maybe this is just the way that I see astrology. I think the ideal is that there are some light bulbs that need to go off right now for, for everybody, for me too, for, for you, for you as well. You know, what was the big takeaway for the past two years? And knowing that 
2019, 2020, and 2020 in particular fit with this larger story of time that opens up in 2008, where one part of your life needed a complete gut level transformation. And Saturn's like, have you got gotten the message? Have you learned what you needed to learn? So just, you know, no, no, no big deal, just something to think about. And of course, you know me, I love Saturn. I mean, I don't love Saturn, but I, I love that Saturn makes things evident. It's, it sort of shows us the structure of our lives. And it, in, in terms of talking about astrology, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 like, totally, I get, you know, I know a lot of you can't um, wait for Saturn to leave Capricorn, and Saturn will go back into Aquarius, where it went into, you know, March to July of this year, we all had a preview of Saturn Aquarius, you're like, oh, my God, I'm an Aquarius. If you are an Aquarius, the next few years are about you sort of taking the next big step up in your life. You gotta like, gotta put our big boy, big girl, big person pants on. Um, and if you're an Aquarius, it's about major milestones in your life. Growing up, growing older, getting getting your your life sorted, taking on new responsibility. But that said, it's Sagittarius season, faith, truth, meaning. I mentioned Saturn and Capricorn. I mentioned Jupiter and Capricorn because they've been in this really tight space in the sky all year long. They've been there with Pluto. So this is not your average Sagittarius season. This is a Sagittarius season with a big sandwich of planets and Capricorn. So it's a very sobering Sagittarius season. I mean, it's still got this the kind of this idea of faith and like looking outwardly and trying to make sense of things and maybe you know, maybe it all will work out. And you know, I'm satirizing, so I think I'm still an optimist at heart. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm also a pragmatist. But I think with Sag, you know, Jupiter and Capricorn, um, we've had to do a lot of deep transformation work and how we see ourselves and how we see the world and you know what we believe in, what we put our faith in, has to to completely change. So I think that. You know, Jupiter's still in a little tight spot. I think we're feeling some, some more and in, in heavier energies as we go into December. And this is where I say the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. How are you going to work with this time? How are you going to question your faith, um, contemplate what it means to go deeper into yourself and you know on this kind of other side of jupiter the pisces side of jupiter how you contemplate your spirituality mysticism search for deeper connection search for god whatever you want to call it source creator so that's sort of there and then and then we have an eclipse so this Gemini uh, full moon lunar eclipse will be again at eight degrees of Gemini. So if you know your astrology and you have planets that are at or near, you know, kind of plus or minus five degrees of eight, eight Gemini or opposite, you know, eight Sagittarius or form the cross, then life's probably going to be big things happening. We'll see. But for the rest of us, um, I'll go real quickly around the zodiac, so you could see what's how this is going to unfold for you. So this 
full moon. Um, if you are an Aries, this is highlighting um, issues around information, ideas, communication. This full moon is asking you to make a choice. And maybe with Mercury over in Scorpio, it's a pretty powerful choice. It's a very emotional choice. Maybe this is about your education. Maybe you need to take classes. Maybe you need to start writing something. Maybe because Mercury is in Scorpio, it's a very cathartic time. It's a very it's a time when you have to reveal, release, let go of information or secrets or words that you've been holding on to. Um, the let's say the the solar eclipse in December also kind of highlights these deeper themes around truth and faith and meaning. Um, but this is very much a time that's about education, travel, learning, classes, ideas, and information. Um, Taurus. So Gemini is one of your money signs. So this is a time when the spotlight is on your material life. You know, how do you earn a living? Um, what do you need to feel safe and secure? Like, I think with Gemini being one of your money signs, there's such a natural instinct to gather and to accumulate. But I think with Mercury and Scorpio, you're making some decisions that really also connect to relationship. Maybe it's the value of relationship in your life. Maybe, you know, how another person or a partner or a romantic partner values you. What do you and a mate or you and a person in general need in order to feel safe and secure? Do you trust people? in your life? Do you need to have more trust? Do you need to open up? Uh, so there might be some more esoteric decisions around these kind of emotional themes and relationships, but also in self-worth, but also very physical, like how do you earn a living? Do you need new ideas, new information, new perspectives in how to earn a living? Do you need to kind of create more material stability in your life. The opposite, you know, with the solar eclipse is that you're having to sort of, let's say, open your accounts and have to look at things, perhaps, or, uh, you know, address sort of certain financial issues um, with this eclipse. Maybe everything's tip top. Great. Fantastic. So nothing to really worry about. Taurus. Um, Moving on to Gemini. So this full moon is in your sign. So if you, and by the way, this also includes your rising sign. Um, if you want to listen for your moon sign, maybe you get, get some information out of your moon sign. Um, it kind of, I would definitely just start with rising sign and sun sign. Um, you can really, to be fair, you can, any planet you have, is, uh, any sign you have a planet in, you can listen for that one as well. But you just have to do the math. You have to see what area of your life. It's called derived houses. I'm, I'm getting on a tangent. So sorry, I have a Gemini moon. So Gemini, this is a full moon that's putting you in the spotlight. It's time for new beginnings. It's time for taking action, leadership, uh, initiative, drive. Um, sometimes when full moon or lunar eclipse rather are in this part of your chart, you just have to kind of protect your health a little bit. So don't do anything, you know, silly or 
undue risk sometimes with lunar eclipse. You just don't want to, you know, do anything, like I said, silly. Um, so take precaution. But that said, you are sort of initiating a new time in your life, a new cycle, new beginnings, you know, with the solar eclipse over in Sagittarius two weeks later, it is about you, it is about the world, it is about connection and relationship. Um, and then, of course, Mercury is in Scorpio. So, you know, Mercury is in uh, your health and wellness sign of Scorpio. So maybe having to take some powerful new initiatives and in how you take care of your health, how you take care of your body, how you organize your day to day life. Use this lunar eclipse, for example, to, you know, clean out any, you know, negative attachments or toxins or addictions, that would be a positive way in which to use this eclipse. Um, cancer. So this is the part of your chart that talks about your connection to spirituality. Uh, it's a very quiet part of the chart. It's about dreams and intuition and ideas and information um, on an unconscious level. So maybe you're seeing your intuition get very active, especially with Mercury and Scorpio. Uh, maybe you're getting um, your dreams are more vivid than usual. Maybe it's a time when you need to just pull back from the world and retreat. And that kind of seems to be what we're all doing these days with, you know, 2020. But maybe you it's it's time to kind of let go of some of the attachments that you have, like this part of your chart, um, cancer, it's the least physical, meaning it's more about spirituality. It's more about letting go of any negative attachments in the world, which is a great full moon lunar eclipse to let go of addictions. If there's a habit you want to kick, if there's something that's a little bit more destabilizing in your life, use this lunar eclipse to make some permanent decisions. Things, by the way, things that happen on eclipses tend to be permanent, whether it's letting go of a bad habit, quitting smoking, or letting go of a relationship. It's like if it happens, it gets eclipsed out of your life. So use this energy to your advantage. Um, it's also a lunar eclipse where it's trying to open up your connection to spirituality. This is your your God sign, your spiritual sign, your sign that helps connect you to the other side. So pay attention to what sort of intuition and ideas and information you are receiving at this time. Um, with the solar eclipse two weeks later, it does talk about this bridge between heaven and earth and also your physical health, your physical life, physical service and spiritual life, spiritual health, spiritual service. Leo. So this is the part of your chart that talks about friends, community, um, you, who's in your network, who's in your social network, how are you socializing with people at this time? Um, it's also a lunar eclipse where you're looking out towards the world. You are looking towards the future, you're trying, you know, what are your hopes and dreams and wishes for the coming year? You've sort of you know, we, we all have ambitions in life, or I don't know, to varying degrees, of course, but after you, you've made your achievements, what's next? What's on the horizon? So this is a lunar eclipse that's meant to put you and to point you rather towards the horizon. So you can get a new um, kind of new goals set up. Um, that said, there might be something going on with a friend or in your social circle. It's, you know, it's about community. It's about um, groups, 
that you're involved in. So this full moon kind of highlights that. Um, with the eclipse two weeks later on December 14th, it is kind of highlighting the story that's between the world and your society and your networks versus you. Where, who are you? Where are you? Where are you in all of this? Um, do you take yourself seriously? Do you need to kind of let something go about yourself? Or how do you take the best of you, the best of your talents and put it out there into the world? Or maybe you need to make more friends at this time, Leo. Virgo, uh, this is your career sign. Yeah, Gemini is your career sign. So this full moon lunar eclipse puts into the spotlight your professional life, your professional aims, your professional ideals. So this is a natural time for you to maybe make a career change, maybe get a new job, maybe leave something that's not working. Maybe with the fact that the, the North Node is in Gemini, this is about things coming into your professional life. So new opportunities coming in um, and, and, and maybe you know recalibrating your direction in life um, with Mercury and Scorpio, which is what's called your third sign. You know, this is you do need a new perspective. You do need new ideas in your professional life. You need you need to kind of see things a little differently and weigh your choices a little differently, Virgo. Um, but Virgo, your sort of uh, life is t like turning a little bit for you. The eclipse that's two weeks later on December 14th is in the bottom of your chart, Sagittarius, and that forms the foundation. So you might be in a time where sort of the, the axis of your life is shifting and changing, meaning maybe you're moving. Maybe there's a new job, maybe there's a change in the household, maybe there's people moving in, maybe there's people moving out. Um, and this eclipse, by the way, we can't forget that we did have a Sagittarius lunar eclipse on June 5th. So maybe, Virgo, you already saw that change in the home. You already had that move. It's just the next step in that, uh, that unfolding story. Um, Libra. So Gemini is the sign in your chart that talks about faith, truth, meaning, what do you believe in, travel, education. This lunar eclipse maybe, it's maybe kind of demands you make a choice about your education. Maybe you are thinking about going back to school. Maybe you're thinking about getting more training, you know, higher education or something that's more career specialized, for example. Um, this lunar eclipse may talk about travel, you know, the the best and the safest way that we can do it, of course, right now. Um, but there's a need to sort of look outward towards the world, to look for new ideas, look for new information. Um, maybe that, like I said, that's educational focused. Maybe you are traveling in other ways. You know, this, of course, there's virtual travel. I know it's, I know it's not the same, um, but it's a time to see the world in the way, in the only way that we can right now, which is which is virtual. Um, but this does talk about these kind of deeper existential questions around faith and truth and meaning and what your truth is. And uh, maybe with Mercury and Scorpio, it's what is the value of of what you believe in? What um, are you safe to believe what you believe? Um, maybe you need to kind of make a living out of 
the way, you know, something about your conviction, something about your faith, something about your truth. Um, this part of the chart also talks about right and wrong. So there's a strong sense of needing to get very clear about what is right for you and what is not right for you. Scorpio. So Scorpio, Gemini is your eighth sign, something I was saying earlier. So this eclipse is in a way talking already about Scorpio themes. It's about facing yourself. It's about the shadow self. It's about the deepest emotional self. It's about intimacy, vulnerability. It's about opening up. And I think especially with Mercury over in Scorpio, there's kind of this, you know, very strong link that's happening between the eighth and the first between Gemini and Scorpio. And so there's a sense of needing to shed something to shed your skin, you know, Scorpio is what you do, you shed your skin all the time. So this eclipse is like leading you deeper into yourself, leading you deeper, perhaps into yourself with another person, because this part of the chart does talk about intimacy, does talk about sexuality, you know, maybe for you to actually be able to move forward in your life and to take action and to lead Mercury and Scorpio or to say something Mercury and Scorpio that you haven't said before. You know, this is part of the chart that talks about secrets, talk about the things that you don't normally talk about with other people. So maybe there's a confessional side to this full moon, there's a, re a revelation with this full moon. Um, with the uh, eclipse in Sagittarius, it is the part of the chart that does talk about money, money, material needs, stability. So maybe this eclipse is kind of having you look at your finances, talk to a financial advisor, talk to, you know, look at your investments, but also with the eclipse that's in Sagittarius, like what's, do you, do you have everything you need materially? Is your material life in order? Is there something that has to be changed and shifted. So moving on to Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius, uh, Gemini is your relationship sign. So this full moon is the first in a series of eclipses that take you into 2021, where the spotlight is on relationships. Now, of course, relationships come in all forms. This sign talks about one on one relationships for you. But it also does talk about romantic relationship or intimate partnerships. So this is about new people coming into your life in, in all forms. This is about new relationships. If you are not in a relationship, it is possible that over the next six to 12 months, a new relationship begins. If you are in an, an existing relationship, it is possible that something about the existing relationship changes in some way. It doesn't have to be a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a change. Um, with the eclipse, that's two weeks later in Sagittarius, you know, your life is the sort of the the wheel of life is shifting for you. And this is a time when re relationship ultimately asks of us is to, I don't really like to use the word sacrifice, but you're kind of like letting go of part of yourself in the best possible way, of course, so you can meet somebody halfway. So right now, Sagittarius has to meet people halfway. They're, they're not the ones that are in control right now. And with especially Jupiter and Capricorn, you know, you're having to make a lot of changes in your life in order to meet people halfway. So you're sort of at a crossroads right now, Sagittarius. And it's like I said, new people are coming in, new, new relationships. Maybe if you're in a relationship and it's on its last legs, then the eclipse really kind of finishes 
things off. Um, with Mercury and Scorpio, which is a little bit behind the scenes for Sagittarius, there's, there's something about something hidden being revealed or if there's a connection maybe it's a spiritual connection we will have to see <clears throat> excuse me so capricorn you know patiently waiting capricorn so this full moon um highlights the part of your chart that talks about health wellness how do you take care of yourself do you take care of yourself so this is where you need to sort of bring in new healthy habits new healthy choices um, maybe there's a change in your work situation maybe there's a change in your routine a change in your day-to-day -day life or a need to instill a sense of routine and um, new choices new perspectives um, with mercury over and scorpio for you you know maybe this is something that you're reaching out to you know, friends for help or you know, maybe you're looking to instill you know what are your goals what are your healthy habits and goals for 2021 um this eclipse you know because this talks about health and wellness the one the eclipse the solar eclipse on december 21st is highlighting um Part of your chart that's about endings and i know you're like oh my god don't say endings katie but how do you let go like when you were talking about habits and so maybe bringing in new healthy habits or what are the old health what are the not healthy habits that need to be let go of you know whether it's an addiction or whether it, it's a way that you sort of live your day-to-day -day life that is just not productive or not helpful maybe it's aspects of self and aspects of your day-to-day -day life that are harming more than they are helping maybe these eclipses are really kind of having you find the balance between your human life and also your spiritual life um, moving on to Aquarius. So this lunar eclipse highlights you in a way, but it's the you that is the, the kind of the part of you. God, I can't think of the word, but it's like, how do you express the essence of who you are? How do you express your creativity, your talent? How do you feel inspired to be you and it's a different part of you that exists say in your sun sign this is why there's a little bit of some differentiation i wanted to make but it's about passion it's about spark it's about the things that light you up whether it's a hobby or whether it's something you do for fun or something that is a true talent that you bring forward into the world but i think this eclipse is kind of asking you a very simple question and really opening up some opportunities for you to answer do you know who you are aquarius so aquarius like be you be you know play find your joy find your creativity with the south node you know eclipse that's on december 14th you're sort of having to let go of maybe ways in which you see the world or ways in which you see yourself in the world um maybe let go of friends that do not let you be you or groups or networks that do not let you be you so that new people can come in with mercury in your career sign of scorpio yes scorpio is your career sign aquarius um this lunar eclipse is sort of asking you uh, or giving you the opportunity to share your talents professionally or share your talents 
publicly in a place that people can see them. Let people see you, Aquarius. And I know Aquarius right now, a lot is shifting and changing. You not just you don't just have Saturn coming into Aquarius in December, but you have Uranus and Taurus um, sort of shaking up the foundation of your life the last couple of years. So maybe this eclipse is uh, saying to you that with everything that's going on, make sure that you are focusing on you. Um, also, side note, if this is relevant to you, uh, Aquarius, um, that part of your chart does talk about pregnancy and children. So maybe that is something that's on your horizon. Again, if that's something that is relevant to you. Um, last but not least, Pisces. So Gemini forms the base of your chart. And this eclipse it coincides with classic astrology around a move. I'm not saying every Pisces is going to move, but it's very, uh, very common for when there's an eclipse in this part of your chart. There's a move. There's a there's a change in the household. There's um, maybe you get furniture. Maybe you switch things up in your living space. Uh, maybe somebody moves in. Maybe something somebody moves out. This also includes new additions to the family, which of course would talk to children if that is something that's relevant to you. But all in all, this is a this is about you um, opening up and and bringing um, you know creating more of a base for yourself in life, and making sure that your base is solid. And sometimes eclipses show us where things are not so solid or where we need new things. So. Maybe you're thinking, oh, wow, I didn't know it, but now I need to go buy a house. So if you buy a house in the next six months, I wouldn't be surprised. And with Mercury over in Scorpio, and Scorpio is Pisces' sign that talks about education and faith and truth and meaning, um, maybe there's a sense of looking towards the world to, I don't know, we can't travel, but like maybe there's a connection to other countries with this eclipse. You know, maybe you know, you need to get a new way of thinking about home and family. Maybe you need to change your vision on something. Maybe you were like, you know what, I don't want a family or I want a family. Or maybe your whole way of seeing things like your beliefs and what you think is possible and not possible has to completely change. Um, with the eclipse two weeks later on December 14th, um, Sagittarius forms your career sign. So you're sort of in this time where, you know, the, your career is shifting, your home is shifting, maybe you're making a job change in the next couple of weeks and months, and maybe you're changing your direction in life. So that is the 12 signs with this eclipse. I mean, this eclipse is on next Monday. So we'll, we will we will revisit it um, next with next week's broadcast. But I wanted to give you all a jump on what's happening with the eclipse because, you know, it's not like a switch goes on next Monday and it's always oh, an eclipse. Um, it's we're feeling this all week, we're, we're feeling life sort of twisting and turning, and we're feeling the story change, and that's what eclipses are meant to do. And because this eclipse is in Gemini, it's about the choices that we're making. It's about um, the, uh, the ideas and the information that we have, and we need to maybe see things from a different perspective and weigh different options. So that is your look 
at the astrology of almost a December, November 23rd to 29th, 2020. Again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Um, this is Empowering Astrology. I'm a psychic medium and astrologer here in Brooklyn, New York. And again, we gather every week to look at the astrology live. You can Follow me on Empowering Astrology, empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter. Go to the show notes, sign up for my newsletter. Um, you can also book a consultation for me. And since we are in the season, I get this question every year. Yes, I do have gift certificates for your gift giving needs. Um, but until then, be well, be safe. Um, and until next week, bye.